you only get one chance to make a first impression. And in today's modern dating world, that first impression is often your online dating profile. So today, we're going to talk about how to write a great dating profile that'll help you stand out from the pack in, you know, the good way. Welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast for millennials navigating life in our 20s and 30s. I'm your host, Melissa Guller, and each week we'll explore a new topic on work, relationships, lifestyle, and more. Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, OkCupid, Match.com. I mean, the sheer number of dating apps and websites available in 2018 is incredible. Maybe you've tried a few, or maybe you haven't. But if you're anything like me, the thought of writing a dating profile is enough to make you abort mission altogether. How do you write something that sounds like you, doesn't sound cliche or common, and most of all, makes you sound legitimately dateable? I have a feeling that my 2013 Tinder profile of Coldplay lyrics and various emojis doesn't make the cut. So by the end of this episode, online dating expert M. Hamill from menaskm.com will help you write the perfect profile, including what to write and what pictures to include. She'll also share more about the biggest mistakes she sees men making in their profiles. Although ladies, I think we're guilty of a lot of these too. Before we go, Em will also share a few before and after examples to really illustrate the power of a great profile. And as a final bonus, Em has a few tips about one last online dating minefield, messaging, aka how to get someone you like on an actual date, you know, IRL. To kick things off, let's meet today's guest. Em Hamill is the creator of menaskem.com, where she shares smart online dating advice for men and works one-on-one with clients to write engaging and effective online dating profiles that attract the right woman and launch lasting relationships. Her advice has been featured on Lifehacker, Thought Catalog, and various podcasts. A sucker for all types of online love stories, Em is also the founder of Lumos Communications, where she designs websites and writes compelling copy to help small businesses connect with their dream clients. So Em, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Melissa. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, same. So first, I know we just shared your bio, but I'd love to know, how did you first decide to start menaskem.com? So it was, uh, the impetus was definitely real life. And I think I started online dating in 2010. OkCupid, I think, was only a couple years old at that point, so it was pretty fresh. And I was having some pretty great experiences. I was meeting some really interesting, smart, funny, great guys. But I was noticing a theme in that the people I was meeting, when we had got to dates, we would inevitably share some of our online dating adventure stories. And these otherwise really smart, interesting, funny, sweet, kind, cute guys were like, um, baffled at best and sometimes traumatized at worst by the experience of online dating and and like how awkward it can be to put yourself out there and how difficult it can be to break through um, and, you know, get to the actual date. Um, at the same time, I had my, my brothers were both online dating, um, having similar experiences to male friends. And um, as a writer and a communications professional and someone who works in marketing, I took for granted those aspects of online dating that came easy to me. So like writing about myself, um, 
communication, writing messages, that all came so naturally to me. And I had was having a great experience, but then all these great guys around me were not. So I, I took to the interwebs um, a few years later and started my site and with some SEO luck and just uh, readership that wanted to do better, uh, it's, it's become a pretty popular site. I think you brought up a great point that you had a background in communications. And so for most of us, writing a dating profile isn't something we've ever really been trained to do. So certainly if listeners are feeling like they have no idea where to start, that's okay. That's why we've brought in a professional, somebody who's good at words. And so I'm excited to have you here and put people at ease and really give them some great tips. So in your business now, what are you doing? Can you tell us a little bit more about your business? Yeah. So with Men Ask M, I do two different things. Actually, three different things. Uh, the first is that I write articles, um, long, useful articles that share with men. But there, I have a, a pretty large readership that are that are women too, um, about how to online date and what works and why it works. I tend to focus on the positive. I don't think it's worth dwelling over like classic mistakes or uh, you know demonizing uh, others. So it it focuses on being sharing useful, actionable advice. Um, and then I have a, two different ebooks also that sort of distill all of that into how-to guides. So you can follow along in both of those ebooks to figure out how to write your profile or send great messages. And the third thing that I do is I work directly with clients one-on-one, um, either via Skype or email or in person to help them do those things as well, write great profiles and send messages. That's so great. And I love the word actionable that you mentioned because that's exactly what we're about to jump into. So for the bulk of this episode, I'm really about to hand the mic over to you. And we're going to just walk through the process of how do you write a great online dating profile. So, M, the mic is yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that the goal of a great profile is um, is for you to stand out as a unique individual. And that sounds really big and daunting. So, really, your two sub-goals are really simple. You just want the right person for you or the right people for you to be able to quickly recognize what you share in common from your profile and then, two, want to start a conversation with you. So if you look at your profile as really just needing to accomplish those two things, help your people recognize you when they see you and then want to say hey and start a conversation with you, um, I think that takes the stress of it down a little bit, that reduces the stress or to, the stress to distill your whole personality, uh, your whole life into this profile. It's just like thinking about it in terms of here's who I am and kind of take it or leave it, but the right people will take it and then want to say hey. Um, so that's, I think, just like a good goal to share first is take a step back and just think about it needing to do those two things. That's kind of a relief off the bat, you know, because yeah. if you do think about it as the opposite, as your entire personality in a profile, that's where I feel the overwhelm starts yeah. to come in. Like, how could I possibly describe myself in this tiny amount of characters? Exactly. It's enough to like put you in the throes of an existential crisis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what you're saying is it's really just the introduction. It's just enough yeah. to move into the next phase, the hello phase. Exactly. Right, right. And even, um, you know, your goal of, a, of doing those two things is putting yourself out there and helping people to want to start a conversation with you. There are really only sort of three simple steps to that as well, which are um, the first is just to make an effort above the baseline. <laughs> and, you know, with Tinder and, you know, apps in general where somebody might not um, write anything about themselves at all, the baseline is really low. So the bar is set low for 
uh, success in terms of making an effort above that. Just write anything about yourself. No, you joke, but I found that that's yeah. so true. Like yeah. I often talk with my girlfriends and my guy friends and I just say, I don't think you understand how yeah. low the bar is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is sad, but for you listeners, it's a good thing. I mean, yeah. you're probably farther ahead of the pack than you realize. Exactly. Yeah. If you're thinking about this and you're wanting to succeed at it, you're a winner. <laughs> exactly. You're going to do great. All right. Phew. So we're all already right. above average. Yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, and so the next thing is to be specific when you're describing yourself. And we'll get that's the meaty, that's the meaty aspect of um, how to write a great profile. But the third thing was really just to have a positive attitude. I just think it's worth saying that from the beginning that we are really fortunate to be dating in a time where we can pull out our phones and potentially meet somebody really awesome. Like our parents didn't have this opportunity. Our grandparents didn't have this opportunity. In the 90s, we all thought, well, I didn't think this because I was a kid, but, you know, the hope was that you would just meet somebody wonderful at a bar or in a grocery store. And like, we don't have to worry about lurking around the carrots, like <laughs> bumping into somebody. We can, oh, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> right? We can do this from the safety of our homes. And so I guess I just want to highlight the opportunity of it because we can forget about that when you've been swiping for months or you've had a couple of bad dates or, um, you know, you're looking at people's profiles on a site like OkCupid where they have a lot of opportunity to say things about themselves and they still choose not to. Or, um, you know, we've all had probably some bizarre experiences. So it's nice to just like reflect that this is a, pretty positive thing and to look at your profile like this is the pathway to something great rather than an experience that you're trapped in i'm sure you've seen profiles that just feel negative like either they're listing all the things they don't want or they're just not trying at all um it just that downer feeling translates digitally and so when you go into it with a positive attitude, it sho- it shows. And I don't know, it might sound sort of like a, a woo-woo thing to talk about, but like people can sense your good vibes when you're giving them out. And so so that's that's one, two, and three of how to write a good profile. And so really two is the only one we're going to talk about because that's where it gets specific. So the first is make an effort and the third is be positive. <laughs> Perfect. So hopefully most of us already have two out of three <laughs> exactly, done. Exactly, right. Exactly. And that leaves us to focus exactly. on what you call it, like the meaty section of exactly. what to do. Right. So it does depend a little bit on the platform that you're on. Um, some platforms are more helpful than others. So I love OkCupid because it has a lot of really great profile prompts. It wants to help you write a good profile. Of course, you know, they want you to write a good profile because if you have a good experience, you like either come back to the site or you meet somebody great, then you tell everybody about it. So it's all marketing and who cares because it makes our experience better. (laughs) So I also like Hinge, which is a newer app for the same reason. They have a lot of prompts that are designed to make writing a little bit easier. Um, But, uh, you know, an app like Bumble or Tinder are just basically setting you loose to distill your life into a few key sentences or, if you're lucky, a a few paragraphs (laughs) on a site. Even like OkCupid, you have the first section is your self-summary, which can be really daunting to to face. Um, So what I recommend is uh, first, like, just relaxing, like remembering that you don't need to sell yourself because 
when the right person or people for you come to your profile, they'll recognize you when they see you. Um, so you don't have to sell to them. You don't have to sell to others. Like just relax and be yourself. I like online dating because it's a place where like you can be you, like you do you and you have to, if you, if you want to have a good outcome, uh, if you want to meet the right people for you, they need to see you there. So to me, that's a comfort. Um, so then we have to get into the, to the actions about actually writing about who you are. And usually what I recommend to clients is that they start with the really big picture. And so that looks like all the stuff that's kind of scary to think about, like your your lifestyle, your hobbies, your interests, your passions, your goals, your work, um, your motivations, your worldview, uh, how you spend your time with friends, how you spend your time alone, how you relax, like all of the stuff that makes up a life. And so I recommend starting with that big stuff and just jotting down what that is. Probably not in your profile itself unless you like to really go for it. <laughs> right. right. To be clear, you're saying just start by taking your own notes. Exactly. Take your own notes. And sometimes that looks like a Word document. For me, sometimes it has been like when I've been getting ready to online date, just having a notes, the notes app in my phone. And just when something occurs to me that I want to make sure I share with people, jotting it down in that. And or yeah, you can just do it right in your live profile and just go for it. So start with that really big stuff. And then the goal is to get really specific with that so that people can understand what that actually means to you. And I recommend that people ask three three questions, one of three questions, why, what, or how. And so if you say you are active, like that's something I'm sure we've all seen on a dating profile. I'm easy going. I like to have fun. I'm, I like to stay active. Um, so and that's great if that's one of the words that you think describe yourself. But then the next step is to ask yourself, why, what, or how? And it looks like asking, like, why would you describe yourself that way? How do you back up that statement in your everyday life? What is it that you do? And why do you do it? Does not, you don't have to answer all of those questions, but one of those will drill down on what it is. And so maybe it's that you like to stay active. You like to, and that means running. So the what is running. And then you ask yourself why. And it's like, you like to run to clear your head at the end of the day. You have a serious, stressful job, and it really helps you get into a mindful, decompressed state. Or maybe it's that you um, are training for an Ironman competition with your brother. You guys signed up together. You wanted to do it to support him. Um the why is what will, that is what will help people identify in you, um, like who you are, like what makes you tick, why you do what you do. And that's in, like at your heart who you really are. And so that's the kind of stuff that makes a real connection. Um, it's how people find common ground, which is then ultimately how they want to start a conversation with you. Already in those examples, I feel like active like you said, is kind of broad, but the Iron Man, the running, yeah. I have a better sense of who you are just by you getting a little more specific, which I'm sure might endear me to you more if I happen to like one of those things too. Exactly. Right. It's all about like online dating is about connection. And we think about it in terms of getting to it in real life connection, but it starts when you see somebody's photos, obviously, but then when you see what they've written about themselves and you really get a sense of who they are and how they spend their time, that's how you can tell if you're going to get along or 
even if you don't have all of the same things in common, which is totally normal, how you can connect with somebody in terms of admiration or respect or just curiosity. All of those things are enough to trigger a conversation and those are all great. Um, So it doesn't have to be like, uh, we're not looking for somebody to check every single one of our boxes. We're just looking to connect with somebody who seems interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, active has all these meanings. It would be hard for me to know if I get along with somebody who is just active. Right. But the more they can tell me about themselves, I might start to get a better idea of, yes, I would like to talk about this or the opposite. Like, no, this is not really what I would say if I would describe myself as active too. And it might help me filter some people out. Exactly. Right. I grew up in outside of Philadelphia in a really Uh, rural setting. And so um, I would see a lot of, I like to be outdoors. And so for me, that means I like to be outdoors in nature. It makes me feel connected to the earth and peaceful and calm. And then I often, I would see, I like to be outdoors. And I would know that in most cases that meant um, I like to be hunting, (laughs) hunting, fishing, like, and that, and that's fine if Mm -hmm. that's your interest. It's just that specifics would have benefited everyone. <laughs> yes. And right. And so like you said, it uh, that that general word isn't always enough to help us see what we have in common with somebody or for us to to know if we want to keep talking with them. And so that's why I recommend starting with something really big in general and then zeroing in on what's specific. I'm sure we've yeah, it's that profile is a cliche. The I'm I like to be stay active. I like to have fun. I'm easygoing. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah, easygoing could mean <laughs> totally blanking on some examples. Oh, it could mean anything. I mean, I could think I'm easygoing, but my friends might disagree. Yeah. That's right. the other part of it too. Right. Yeah, easygoing could mean having four drinks on a Tuesday night and or it could mean like staying in and making dinner and or like going to the farmer's market on Saturday morning, whereas somebody else is like up and running around the city. Yeah, definitely. It's totally subjective. Um, I guess that's what I'm getting at is describing yourself is totally subjective. And so we need to give people enough information to know what that means about us specifically so that they can see if they want to fit in there somehow. Mm -hmm. So that's a great framework, I think. The how, the what, and the why. Yeah. Why, what, or how. Um, And then again, like those questions that I think are, are just really good to reflect on are why would you describe yourself that way? How do you back up that statement in your everyday life? What is it that you do and why do you do it? And just coming back to that why, if you're going to ask any question at all, it's why. I think just start, just remember that if it's if it's nothing else. Yeah, that's such great advice. All right. What comes next in the online dating profile mastery? So I was wondering if you wanted to share any of your experiences or if you wanted to like like if you wanted to do like a live like what would this mean kind of thing and this is if like only if you want to we can try it because and also like that is ultimately what it is it's like you have to know how to answer these questions for yourself personally and like that's the meat of what it means to write a good profile yeah yeah Um, we can can try okay so have you had any experiences on apps yourself or dating sites like okcupid yourself I have probably tried every app under the sun (laughs) at some point in the last five years on and off. And have you gotten stuck anywhere when you're describing yourself? Oh, all the time. I always struggled figuring out how much information do I give away versus how like vague do I keep it. And over time, at least I've realized that the more vague I am and the, you know, like the cooler I try to be, 
the worse it works out for me because if I try to pretend like I'm this like cool kind of every girl in New York, then I just attract men who are looking for kind of a cookie cutter. Um, but I definitely have like ambition and quirks. And so I've tried to figure out like, how do I express that without getting like too personal just in an online dating profile? Exactly. You don't want to share your whole life and you also don't want to, like you said, get too personal with putting information out on the internet. Yeah. Um, How have you, I'm just curious, how have you described your ambition in the past? Usually I've just described the fact that I really enjoy my work Um, and I don't get too into it, but I'll talk about how I'm a tech manager in New York and that I also really enjoy like teaching on the side or I run a brunch club. Like I'll throw in some of the more unusual things about me, but I don't get too into my personal life beyond the fact that I love ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. I know. I'm a little bit of a snob about it. <laughs> but it sounds like you're doing that well is like you wanted to reflect in your profile that you are generally ambitious and then you gave several examples for what that looks like in your life. It worked out a lot better on OkCupid for me. Like you yeah. brought up the fact that there are more questions. So I felt like they're guided questions about like the little self-summary section or they give you some prompts that you can answer like what are six things that you couldn't live without Mm -hmm. I felt like those helped me show off a little bit of my personality Mm -hmm. Um, like another one is the fact that I'm fairly sarcastic I have Mm -hmm. a dry sense of humor so when there's a little more real estate on OkCupid you can show that off a little bit more it seems definitely and it's amazing that you actually show it off so many people just say I'm sarcastic (laughs) Well, but if it sounds like you're using the space available to you. And so if you're writing your profile, I'm sure your sense of humor is coming out rather than people saying I'm sarcastic, which is something you see all the time. That's one of my pet peeves actually is um, people just saying I'm sarcastic. Do you have a suggestion instead of saying I'm sarcastic? Yeah, for sure. The suggestion is uh, reflect your sense of humor in your writing. So so oh, well, when be, you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> like, are you just suggesting that you should be naturally funny? Yep. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, I, I think that if you want somebody to know that you're funny, then just show it. And I know that's way easier said than done, but it's one of those things that when I'm working with somebody one-on-one and we've written their profile together, then I say to them, we're usually talking on Skype. And then I say, what jokes would you make if this was, if you were just talking to a buddy or at this point, I've, I know them pretty well. And so I just, we read through it and I say like, what jokes would you make? And then we just layer in their actual sense of humor um, because it t- helps to take a step back from that formalized writing. And as a final run through, just like layer in your, layer in your, your, who you really are, your personality. Let me ask another question. So something I've struggled with different apps, and maybe you can also address, like, is there an app that is a better fit for somebody compared to another choice? But I know different people are looking for different things on the scale of extremely casual, no commitment, all the way up through, I'm looking for something very serious. Are there any ways that you can reflect that in your profile? Yeah, definitely. So the... Simplest way is on a site like OkCupid, where it prompts you to say what sort of relationship you're looking for. But on an app, I think it's worth pointing out if you are looking for one end of the 
continuum or the other. And so with one end being super, super casual or possibly you've seen couples looking for like the unicorn for their threesome. So so like it's it's good that they're saying what they're looking for. And then at the other end of that, at one point I had on my Bumble profile something like um, looking for a relationship because I I was and I just didn't think it was reasonable to waste anybody's time. I think online dating in general is like a good rule of thumb is just to be respectful of others' time and energy as well as your own. I mean, you say it sounds so obvious, just put looking for a relationship. And certainly after a few years, I got the same advice and put that on mine. And I think earlier, Melissa would have worried that if somebody would see that and think, oh, she's looking for something serious, like that's so odd or I don't know, I felt insecure yeah. about that. But the fact is, if somebody else was looking for what I was looking for, that would attract them to me hopefully even more. Exactly. The more information you're giving your people, the better. And it online dating is odd in that we are there for the same reason, which is we are there to meet someone, but yet it feels sometimes like we want to hide that fact. And maybe it's just not hide that we're looking for somebody, but we're, our defenses are are up a little bit is all. And so um, that's often advice I give my clients when they're messaging with somebody and they've gone back and forth a couple times, depending on the platform, a couple days, a couple texts, whatever it is. And they're freaked out about asking to meet somebody for a date. And it's just good to remember, that's why we're here. We don't want a digital pen pal. We want to meet somebody in real life. And because frankly, that is where the magic happens. That's where you see if chemistry exists or not. Um, that's what you. That's where you see if somebody actually looks like their profile pictures. <laughs> so, it, and if somebody doesn't want to meet, it's a red flag. So, and same thing. It's like if you're looking for a real relationship and somebody just wants a hookup, that's fine. But uh, if it's reasonable to put that out there, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about like red flags, or maybe just not so much. Um, red flags, but mistakes maybe that you're seeing people make. You've seen quite a few profiles. What do you see people doing that maybe you would recommend against or even things people don't realize might be mistakes that are hurting their chances? Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing we did talk about, which is writing either nothing or just being super, super general. And like we said, that's the baseline that we are here to rise above. <laughs> and I see how easy it is to do that because it's hard to write about yourself. It feels vulnerable and confusing, but um, that really is the worst offender out there. Um, You're not giving anybody a chance to see how cool you are and you're not giving yourself that chance either. So uh, that's just just number one. And then number two is people um, will write enough about themselves but it's clear they are still hiding behind those generalities. It sounds like Melissa from a couple of years ago was maybe doing that where like you're just trying to put yourself out there, but not quite. And it it's tough because you don't end up doing yourself any justice. And I think I've seen a lot of good conversations peter out for that reason that two people will be messaging each other and there's just not enough to go on in somebody's profile or they're not putting themselves out there enough in their messages. So they're only halfway in and it's disappointing to see because it's a, it's a real lost opportunity. I liked what you said earlier too about the taking notes and understanding the, what you're looking for in your lifestyle, because 
the more intentional and confident I've been about what I'm looking for, the better my profiles have been because I've just been a little clearer on what yeah. I might need to say in order to attract the kind of person that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's reasonable that this is an evolving venture. Like we are all getting to know ourselves a little bit better. My profile in my 20s was uh, vastly different than my profile in my 30s, where I am now in my early 30s. And and that's okay. Like uh, this is a learning experience. So you, it's, it's like kind of trial by trial and error and um, learn by doing, but yeah, you, you get there. I think that's reassuring though. Like you don't have to have a perfect profile uh-uh. right out of the gate. You can always test new things. You can add, you can take away. So don't let not having a perfect profile stop you from online dating. Exactly. Yeah. And I actually often recommend that people play around with their profile photos or play around with what they're writing about themselves. Because like you said, like you are just not sure who it'll attract and you're allowed to evolve. And it also enables you to realize that your profile is not set in stone. Nothing's going to break. You're not going to break the internet by or hurt your chances of meeting somebody. Um, like this is a, a venue where you get to be yourself and like have fun. <laughs> have fun. I know. On the Crazy. dating <laughs> yeah. You mentioned um, photos. Yeah. So let's go back to that. What kinds of photos should we be choosing for our online dating profiles? Yeah, so photos are, um, it's it's common sense when I say it, but as you know, it's not always... Nothing about dating is common sense <laughs> these days, so let's hear yeah. it. So, so the first thing is photos that look like you, right? Like, that's the dream. <laughs> and we've all been on dates where you show up and it's just not the case. That's actually the number one yeah. Tinder like nightmare experience. I'll ask men when I've been on dates, what's the worst Mm -hmm. or any dating experience? And that's the worst experience they've ever had. She didn't look like her picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. And it feels like sometimes it's just real subtle differences. And then like we can be graceful with that, but sometimes it's vastly different. And it, it's setting the precedent that dishonesty is okay on your first date. And it's, I just don't think how, I don't see how that can be successful for anybody. So Why do you think people choose photos that don't look like them? I think that they're trying to do the second thing that I'm about to recommend, which is to choose photos that are flattering. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk so, about that. Exactly. And, and it's, we want to choose photos that are flattering for our dating profiles. That just makes sense. But I think people sometimes just go too far and they, uh, really want to put their best self out there, which is not to say that their real self is not their best self, but I don't know if it's a lack of confidence or a disconnect with reality, but it, it's just, it's it's disappointing when it's very misleading. Well, plus you're so. looking for somebody who wants you for who you are. Exactly. And so of course, like you're saying, you want to put your best foot forward. But I know I never used to choose photos of like me at weddings or me when I'm absolutely looking my best. I used to just pick photos of like me on a regular day where I was kind of looking like I put myself together that morning. I love that. Yeah, I think that's totally reasonable because you want people to know what you look like in real life, not just when you've put on 15 coats of mascara. And right. <laughs> we don't want like the Instagram version of you. Exactly. We want actual you. Right. Exactly. And to your point, that's, uh, I think, one of the mistakes that we see in profile pictures, which are when people are like Instagram filtered out. And it's, yeah, you don't, you just don't know what they really look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
So photos that look like you and are flattering, ideally at some point in your photos, there would be a photograph of your full body so that people have like an understanding of what your physique looks like. And photos that are recent hopefully goes without saying. But again, I uh, definitely was on a date once with somebody and his photos were from a solid five to eight years prior. Oh my gosh. It was, and yeah, I think I was a in whole my- different person. Uh, yeah, I was in my late 20s. And so it was it was bizarre. Yeah. Okay. So recent, flattering, actual photos of you. Actually look like you. Mm-hmm. And then it's also great- um, to show your hobbies. Um, So showing you doing something you enjoy, whether that's something physically active or playing Settlers of Catan or walking your dog or just like just you doing things that you enjoy. And then ideally there would at least be one photo of you with people who enjoy your company. (laughs) Like proof that you have friends. Exactly. (laughs) But should most of them then, are you suggesting be of just you or I think it's great to have a combination. If somebody has only selfies, it makes the impression that they don't have people in their lives who enjoy their company. So the flip side of that is when somebody's in a group photo, in every single photo, it's really hard to tell who they are. So a combination of you alone with a couple photos of you in a small group setting or even just with a friend or two, those are all great um, because they show they're all doing, they're doing double duty. They're showing what you look like as well as uh, your hobbies and interests and that you have the ability to maintain meaningful relationships in your life. Like all great, all great things. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit now. We've got the writing down. We've got the photos down. Do you have some examples maybe that you can share with us of some profiles? Sure. So here are a few examples. So James was a client of mine out in the Bay Area and he his OkCupid profile initially just said, recently moved to the Bay Area for work. I'm a friendly, optimistic, and an easygoing kind of guy. So again, we've got that friendly, easygoing, and he didn't say anything about his lifestyle at all in his self-summary. And so one of the paragraphs that we developed together was, I value having a good balance of career and lifestyle. I'm passionate about living life well. An active lifestyle is important to me to stay healthy and engaged with life. Weekends are not complete without at least one good hike, biking to a new area, or trying at least one good or new restaurant in the Bay Area. I like long walks and hikes, fishing, swimming, and road trips. See, already that gives me so much more information. Yeah. It's a much clearer visual I have now in my mind of, is his name James? James, yeah. Yeah, the first guy is every human I've ever met who recently moved to San Francisco. (laughs) But the second one, you can see an actual human starting to shape up in front of you. Exactly, right. It's really nice to see. The same thing happened with Matt, who uh, actually got a girlfriend about three months after we worked on his profile, which was really nice to hear. Go, Matt. Um, Yeah, Matt. His uh, initial profile just read, um, related to travel, he said, I'm an adventurous spirit that loves to try new things. And so we developed that to say, same sentence leading off with, I'm an adventurous spirit that loves to try new things. I've traveled overseas and I obtained my master's degree in Australia. I didn't know a soul. I just packed up and went. It was the best experience of my life. I can also see jumping out of a perfectly good airplane in the near future. Again, it's just so much more like color and personality in the second one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We know what adventure looks like to Matt. Yeah. Because adventure, 
I live in Brooklyn. You just described, I think, everybody who lives in Williamsburg. But for some people, that could mean hiking or it could mean, you know, jumping out of perfectly good planes. Other people, it could mean you going out raving. I mean, it could exactly. mean so many things. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, another quick example is Mike. And he initially had just said, I like to cook and pretty extravagantly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I Which, can't wait to hear what that means. I know, I know. It's like when you read that, it's like I, my curiosity was piqued, but yeah, I had no idea what that meant. And so what it turned out it meant was maybe not as crazy as we're picturing, but he said, I'm a make bread from scratch or smoke a pulled pork all day kind of guy. I even cook steak the long way, sear on the grill, and then finish in the oven. It's perfect every time. I hope you are prepared to help or watch a couple hours of cooking every now and then. Well, so now I'm hungry. Right. Yeah. And I kind of want to meet Mike. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, who? that's awesome. He makes bread. It sounds like he makes a great pulled pork. Right. Because now he can make a sandwich because he's got the bread. Exactly. And yeah, and I have the sense of like, it would be fun to spend an afternoon cooking with Mike. I enjoy those things as well. Yeah. That's so well said. Like, it would be fun to spend time doing this thing he's just outlined. Exactly. And that's right. so much more specific than just the cooking. Exactly. And that really is the whole point of it, is for people to read your profile and think, oh, I want to do that too. Or, oh, I'm interested in talking more about that. Or, oh, I'm really curious about that. And then they want to start a conversation with you. That's that's all it is, is making them want to start a conversation with you because they've they've made a connection, they've found common ground, and they want to have a conversation. Right. Well, before we go, let's answer some listener questions. So one question, and I know I've thought about this as well, is how do you choose which app is right for you? Because there are so many apps and websites out there nowadays. I love this question. And the answer is that you'll know it when you find it. And here's how, is if you create a profile on OkCupid and you also create one on Match.com, for example, you will have a really quick sense of when you do a really basic search, which site has more people that you are interested in talking to. So the online dating sites are a little bit easier to figure that out. I recommend a combination of uh, online dating site like Match or OkCupid or Meet Mindful or Christian Mingle or um, whatever makes sense and feels best to you with an app because so many people are now using the apps. It just is a... uh, a good way to get to a lot of people. And the apps are a little trickier because uh, that like the apps are a little trickier because you're just flipping through cards in essence. But when you spend a little bit of time on the app, you'll get a sense of which has a user base that you engage with in a way that feels more natural. So for me, I tried Tinder and Bumble Happen and Hinge. And in my area, Happen and Hinge just didn't have enough users. So I just didn't waste my time on those two. And between Tinder and Bumble, I had, there were more people that I matched with on Bumble. And then those who might had conversations with on both apps, uh, the conversations just flowed easier on Bumble almost every time. And so I just deleted Tinder and then had only Bumble and OkCupid. And so it takes a little bit of experimentation to figure out that, but I highly recommend deleting the apps that you don't enjoy. 
And then I also recommend deleting the apps whenever you feel yourself needing a break mentally. Just take it off your phone and take a break and don't think about dating for a little bit. I think that's great advice. Try a few things. Take a step back if you need to. You can always come back. And I know you mentioned this, but it'll vary by user base, even by city that you're in, by what you're looking for. So there's really not one app or site we could recommend to everybody. So just try it out and see what feels good for you. Exactly. All right. One more listener question. How do you think the apps have evolved or what do you think is coming up next in online dating? Such a cool question. So one of the things that I think is definitely coming up next is video. I think that people don't often get to the date fast enough and then we give up on the conversations that we're in. We get bored um, or it's not stimulating enough or it's too hard to coordinate a date. And so, and as we said earlier, like the meeting in person is where the magic happens. And so I think that more of the apps are going to incorporate video so that you can feel like you're meeting somebody lazily (laughs) without leaving your house. And I think that also will be a bit, it'll be a little uncomfortable, I think, at first for us to get used to that experience. But I think it's going to help us get a better sense of who people are and if we're actually attracted to them and if we enjoy talking with them and uh, if it's easy to get along with them. And the added benefit of that is video, I think, will humanize the experience a little more. Um, Texting just feels like you're conversing with a robot sometimes. So even when I put somebody's, um, or even when I did put somebody's name in my phone, I would always like screenshot their profile picture so that I could have a photo with their name when I was just texting them. Because I think that we tend to forget that we're talking to people. (laughs) I think that's so true. And I hope that you're right about video. I've actually joked with friends that I can't really get a sense of somebody in a photo but when I meet up with them, it's within like the first, I don't know, minute to yep. five minutes. I can already tell if we're going to click or not. So I would love to see video come. I do think it'll be a little uncomfortable at first, but the human element I think will be really nice. Yeah, definitely. All right. And as a little bonus for listeners before we go, once you have a match, what advice do you have about like messaging? Yeah. So messaging is one of those things that... um it sounds a little bit common sense too, but it, there's so there's just really two main things to do is when you when you match with them, notice on their profile what you have in common or what you're curious about. So that means actually reading their profile. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's great advice because I right. get all these like, hey, exactly, I ignore all of them. <laughs> exactly, right? We all do. Yeah, we have too many of those messages, and mm-hmm. they all that proves is that they looked at our photos. So if you actually read somebody's profile and then actually pick something out that you have in common or that you're curious about, the next step is to start a conversation about it, which typically involves a question. (laughs) So it's making a comment about whatever that thing is and then asking a question about it, ideally one that is not answerable with a yes or a no. (laughs) What I love about questions is that you are guiding the conversation when you ask a question. If you just say, hey you're giving the other person nothing. You're putting the entire workload of this conversation in their hands. But if you ask a question, like I used to have a photo of me ziplining in one of my photos. And so people would ask where I was. And that was an easy question for me to answer. But it also, to your point, made me realize that they looked at my profile or they would say that they enjoyed ziplining too. Exactly. 
what I, what I don't like about things like that, I mean, it, it's better than just saying, hey. Um, but what that used to be a pet peeve of mine, actually, was that somebody would pick something that seemed unique on my profile and then ask a question about it that didn't say anything about them as well. So like ideally, ideally they'd say like, that's awesome. Looks like you're in Costa Rica. I was there last year. What did you think of, uh, you know, what city, what were you in or what Mm -hmm. brought you there? That's such a Um, good tip to like give something about yourself and not just put the question out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it takes two seconds. Um, And really like that's that baseline of minimal effort we're talking about that anybody can say, hey, or anybody can say, cool photo, or is it taken? Mm -hmm. Um, But, and again, if you're on an app, it it is a little bit more typical to ask a really simple question versus on uh, potentially a dating site like OkCupid where like there is a little bit more of an expectation that somebody might write a line or two. So know your medium too, but it's always better if you can add a little bit of yourself into it. So share that common ground too, so that somebody is a little bit more inclined to go look at your profile. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, between two people, one who just asked, where is this photo? And then one who shared a little bit more about themselves, I would be inclined to go with the person who gave me a little about them too. Exactly. Because then I'm interested as well. Exactly. Not just being interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, you're definitely going to click on their profile and see, yeah, see what they're about. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we go, just a couple quick wrap-up questions. Um, this doesn't really have to be about dating, although it can. Are there any books, websites, apps, things that you're really enjoying that you want to recommend to listeners? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, when it comes to online dating, I think the best books, podcasts, articles that you can read are not about online dating. <laughs> so I think that just following your own interests and just being who you are and being out there in the world, reading about stuff that's interesting to you or learning about stuff that you want to learn about is perfect. Become the interested, self-aware, curious person that you are. And um, that is the well-rounded person that others want to meet. What's something interesting that you're reading or following right now? So I just read this book that was fascinating about attachment theory in adult relationships. And it's called Attached. I forget the author's name, but if you are looking to get a little bit deeper into how people relate together, that's an interesting read for sure. That's great. I'll find a link to the book and include it in the show notes in case people want to read it. Are there any just final insights you want to leave listeners with? I guess just the big thing is that idea about recognizing the opportunity of online dating. Um, Just coming back to the fact that this is something really cool that we get to do. And it is a place where you get to be yourself and you don't need to sell yourself. Just make a little bit of an effort to put yourself out there and share who you are so that the right people can find you because they will know you when they see you and to just celebrate that opportunity that you get to do that in this day and age. I love that. What a great note to end on. So how can people find you or do you want to share a little bit more about your services before we go? Sure. Yeah, you can find me on menaskm.com and that is where you'll find a bunch of articles that are hopefully really useful and actionable for you as well as ways that you can um, check out my eBooks or uh, find ways to work with me one-on-one. And if 
uh, you're interested for the podcast, I did set up a little promo code. So if you use the acronym FIO, figuring it out, you'll get uh, 20% off the eBooks if you're interested in them. Amazing. I hope everybody checks it out and we'll make sure to include the link and the promo code in the show notes. So Em, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us this week. You can see links to everything referenced in today's episode, including M's website, menaskm.com, and her special promo code for listeners in the show notes at figuringitoutpodcast.com slash 10, the number 10. Now, before we go, I have a small favor to ask. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you did, I'm going to ask you to leave us a five-star review in iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts. Reviews let iTunes know that people are enjoying this podcast, which means that we'll rank higher in search results and it'll help me work towards my ultimate goal of sharing great knowledge with as many people as possible. So you can leave a review right in the Apple Podcasts app on your Apple device, or you can go to figuringitoutpodcast.com slash iTunes to leave a review. Now, obviously, I want you to be honest, but again, if you're enjoying the show, I'm so appreciative in advance for that five-star review on iTunes so we can keep reaching more great listeners like you. I hope you enjoyed this episode about online dating profiles with M. Hamill. I'm Melissa Guller, and you've been listening to Figuring It Out. See you next week.